Welcome and thank you for joining me. So this is episode two of my podcast with me, Emma Townley, and this is your practice. It is my intention for you to just take some time out of your day. It's not going to be a very long practice so that you can just take a moment to pause and to breathe and to find just a little bit of movement. You don't need anything today, you don't need any props, although you may like to have a, a pillow or a blanket for underneath the head, just to add a little bit of support. So, just take a moment to find comfort. And we'll do this lying down, we'll begin laying down. So if you have a mat, you can lay on your mat or just on your carpet or on your rug. It's taking a moment to settle in. And for you, you might be practicing in the morning, you might be practicing at lunchtime, it could be an evening practice. Any time is suitable. But what I will say for me personally, we are a couple of weeks into isolation or quarantine, if you like, because we're currently living through the epidemic of the coronavirus, as I record. And I have found that on the days where I wait to practice yoga, maybe the afternoon or the evening, I feel a bit more anxious and unsettled. And the days when I wake up and I practice straight away, practice in the morning, I feel like I really set myself up for the day. So if you have that option, if you can wake up and do your practice first thing, I think it really pays off. My friend Angela said to me that when we practice yoga, this is what her teacher told her, if we practice in the morning, we can think of it as paying into the bank of well-being. And if we practice in the morning, we are making an early deposit. Whereas if we practice in the evening, we're already overdrawn. So that really resonated with me. That really stands true for me personally. So I do like to, when I can, practice in the morning. So wherever you are, whatever time of day it is, just taking the time now to settle. And if you did the practice with me in episode one, it's coming to find the breath. And it doesn't necessarily mean changing the breath dramatically. For most of us, we can find a deeper breath and that's really beneficial. But it might just be a very subtle change to the rhythm of your breath. So nothing forced. And even just consciously breathing, whether you breathe more deeply or not, really is powerful. So to keep your mind present, to keep your mind grounded and to notice the effects of your breath. So it can be a form of meditation. So whether your breath has deepened or is slowly deepening with every inhale, just becoming very aware of your breath. So really noticing the inhales, maybe even a little pause in between the inhale before the exhale comes really noticing the exhales 
And again, maybe even that little pause at the bottom end of the exhale before the next inhale comes. So there's four parts to every breath, every full breath. The inhale, pause, the exhale, and the pause. And then just following your breath for another few rounds. So having taken just a few moments to lay down, to breathe consciously, you might notice how you are. And sometimes it's really welcome. Sometimes we lay down and we think this is exactly what we need. I'm ready for a lie down. Other times we can come to our mat, we can come to our practice and feel really frustrated. And there's a lot of fidget in us. And that's fine too. So just noticing where you're at today. No judgment, no expectation. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then starting to find a little bit of movement. So if your legs are straight, maybe you decide to bend your knees. If your knees are bent, maybe you decide to straighten the legs. You can take your arms out to the side. You can take your arms overhead. Just having a bit of a wriggle, a bit of a shuffle, feeling into the joints, creating space in your body, moving organically. So just going with what feels right, which is what we should do throughout the practice and throughout every practice. And maybe even as we start to move, the breath changes again. So especially if you've taken the arms overhead and you've opened through the ribs, that breath might just deepen a little more. And then when you're ready, coming to the constructive rest pose. So this is with your arms in a position that works for you. Could be alongside the body, could be arms out to the side or just a bit further away from the body. Could even be cactus arms. Knees bent with your soles of the feet to the floor. And in your mind's eye, without looking, just feel, just sense that your feet are about hip distance. So that would mean that roughly your heels are in line with your sitting bones. And there's not too much space between your feet and your sitting bones. So maybe just a few inches. And then the first movement I'm going to invite you to do is the pelvic tilt. So sometimes called the arch and flatten. So it's a really simple movement. It's not a big movement, so don't expect big things to happen. And we don't lift the pelvis, so the pelvis stays grounded. And it is simply a rocking of the pelvis forwards and backwards. So anterior tilt to posterior tilt, whilst keeping the pelvis to the floor. So you're rocking your pelvis as if you're nodding. So like you would nod the head, you're nodding the pelvis. That's the kind of movement you're looking for. So just taking a moment to find that movement. So when you tilt the pelvis forwards, there will be an arch in your lower back. So you may find that your lumbar spine, your lower back moves away from the floor. 
And then as you come into your posterior tilt, as you tilt the pelvis backwards, your lower back may flatten towards the floor. So hence the name, the arch and flatten. So remember, you're not lifting the pelvis, you're just rocking the pelvis up and down. Anterior, posterior, forwards, backwards. And we'll stay here for a few more breaths. So once you've found the movement, see if you can coordinate your breath. So let your inhale bring you into the anterior tilt. So that's where you arch through the lower back. And let your exhale bring you into the posterior tilt where you flatten through the lower back. So as you inhale, your lumbar spine moves away from the floor. And as you exhale, your lower back, your lumbar spine moves towards the floor. And then staying with that movement. This is a really nice way to free up through the spines, especially if you are practicing in the morning and there's stiffness in the body. And then just another few rounds. And then when you feel ready to, just pausing. So letting yourself come to what feels like neutral to you. And for most of us, that's somewhere in between those two movements. And then if you take a moment just to notice to feel, sometimes there is a sense of a desire to move a particular kind of way. So you might already find that you want to do the following movement. So from this neutral position, Start to then let your pelvis rock from right to left. So you now pull more weight through the left-hand side of the pelvis and then more weight through the right-hand side of the pelvis. And maybe you started to do that already. Quite often I notice in classes that people do automatically want to create that movement. And it might be that you keep the movement really small. So it's just a shift of the centre of gravity through the pelvis. For others, you might find you want to move a little bit more. So maybe there's more movement coming from the legs as well. So the legs might fall a little bit further off centre. So no force, just noticing how you want to move and what feels good in your body right now. And you can come to find a breathing rhythm again. If it's a small movement, you can inhale as you rock to the left and exhale as you rock to the right. If it's a bigger movement, you can inhale more towards center and exhale to take your weight off to either side. And just see how you want to move. If you feel quite calm, quite relaxed, moving slowly can feel really lovely. If you do have that agitation or that frustration or that anxiety today, then maybe moving faster feels better. And then just another couple of rounds. And coming back to center. And then again, maybe you notice if there's a particular kind of movement that you want to create, it could be straightening the legs away from you, stretching out, it could be hugging the knees in towards you and curling inward. 
Just notice, move as feels good. And then set yourself up in the same way. So feet to the floor, knees are bent. Feet are about hip distance. And then we'll put those two movements together. So this then becomes the pelvic clock. So we're moving the pelvis in a anterior and posterior tilt, as well as rocking from right to left. But we're gonna do it in a circular movement. The pelvis stays grounded just as it has done in the previous two movements. So keep the pelvis heavy, keep the pelvis to the floor and just shift the center of gravity through the pelvis. So just start to tilt the pelvis forwards to the side, backwards to the side in a circular movement. So it feels like you are circling around the sacrum. And you can move really slowly, you can move a little faster. Just go with what feels right. And this really starts to warm up through the pelvis, through the hips, and all the way through the spine. So even without consciously thinking about moving the head, you might notice that this circling movement and the previous two movements had an effect through the whole spine because the head responded, the head moved too. So whichever way you have begun circling, so whether you're clockwise or anti-clockwise, just taking another couple of circles in this direction And then when it feels right, changing direction. So then circling the other way. And just seeing how it feels when you change direction. Sometimes it feels very different. It can be that the circle feels a different shape. The sensations can be very different through the hips or through the lower back or through the SI joints. Maybe the pace changes, maybe you feel that you need to move a bit faster to get the momentum, maybe you feel you can slow the movement down. And then as you take your last few circles in this second direction, just check back in with the breath as you move and notice how the breath is flowing, how you're breathing. And then last couple of circles, slowly coming back once again to the beginning position. And then once you get there, once you find your neutral, your center, decide how you want to pause. So maybe just as you are, maybe you take the feet wide, so mat width or maybe even wider than your mat if you have one, and let the knees drop in towards each other. That gives you lots of space across the lower back. Maybe you straighten the legs again, maybe you hug the knees in again. So just playing around with what feels right. Taking a couple of breaths. And then setting yourself back up in the, the beginning position, so the constructive rest pose. So soles of the feet to the floor, knees bent. And then from this position, keep the legs as they are and reach the fingertips up towards the ceiling. So reach the arms up as if you're trying to touch the ceiling. And you can turn the palms to face towards each other, but still keep the hands at shoulder width. So they're not touching, they're away from each other. 
and then just slowly start to reach just a little bit higher through your right arm. So as if your right fingertips are coming just a little bit closer towards the ceiling. And then keeping the arms straight, just let the shoulder blade, the right shoulder blade come back and settle to the floor. So back to the starting position. And then do the same through the left side. So reaching up through the left fingertips, the left fingers reach a little bit higher, closer towards the ceiling. That left shoulder blade might move away from the floor. And then let the left shoulder blade come back down, but keep the arms straight, keep both sets of fingertips reaching up towards the ceiling. And then just rock between the two, so reach a little bit higher through the right side, come back to centre, reach a little bit higher through the left side. And just as we have been doing, finding your own pace. And if you want to come to find the breath and move with the breath, you can inhale as you reach and exhale as you rock back to center. Inhale as you reach and exhale as you rock back to center. Or just move and let the breath support your movement. Sometimes you want to move faster or slower than the breath. And then continuing just for another few rounds, really conscious of the breath still, whether you're coordinating the breath with the movement or not, and just seeing if that breath is still smooth and deep or maybe slightly deeper. And then when you feel that you've moved evenly, so that will be the left arm reaching up and then the left shoulder blade connecting back to the floor. When both shoulder blades are drawn towards the floor, then spread the arms wide. If you have the space, spread the arms wide so that your arms are reaching out at shoulder height. Cactus arms is a good option, 90 degree angle at the elbows if you don't have the space. And then really feeling this breadth across the chest. Breathing in deeply, really feeling all this space from fingertips to fingertips or elbow to elbow. And it might be that the breath deepens here because you've opened up the ribs, you've opened up the lungs. And then slowly begin to draw the knees in towards you and you can hold on to the legs, either holding on behind the thighs, behind the knees, or maybe even holding on the kneecaps or onto the shins. So you might find that you can feel a different part of the back of your body meet the floor here. So your pelvis maybe just curls away from the floor a little bit. And then start to find movement from right to left. So this rocking movement from right to left, which is a massage. This is really releasing through the spine. So you can feel the muscles, the soft tissues of the back of the body, maybe even noticing different bony landmarks connect to the floor. As so you just roll, you just rock from right to left. 
trying not to restrict the movement in the head, so let the head just roll a little with you. Luna, my dog's starting to breathe a bit more deeply. She's so lovely. She always really relaxes when I do yoga and she's just curled up on the sofa, but she just took a really big, you might have even heard it, deep breath and relaxed into her pose, into her yoga. And then coming to find stillness. Releasing the hands, releasing the feet. And then letting your knees fall over to one side. Roll over to one side. Take a full breath. And then in your own time, ease yourself up to seated. So slowly making your way up to find a comfortable seat. And then when you're seated, take another deep breath. And then bring yourself into the all fours position. And if you have a blanket, maybe this is where you put a blanket under the knees. Or maybe you're okay, maybe you have a mat, maybe you're on carpet. So knees are roughly under the hips, wrists are roughly under the shoulders. But that's completely negotiable. You Position yourself where you feel comfortable. Sometimes that's much wider. There's a bigger distance or a shorter distance between the knees and the palms. Just where you feel supported. Where you feel that there's length through your spine. You're giving yourself space through the spine. And then from here we will start to circle. So as if you are drawing a circle on the floor or on your mat from your navel, from your belly button. Start to circle the whole of the torso. So feeling that if there was a line from your belly button to the floor, you would be drawing a circle. So for some of us, that will be a really small circle. For others, it might be a really big circle. You can keep your arms straight, or maybe you bend the elbows a little and your movement becomes a bit more fluid. So you decide, you work with what feels right. And if you want to come back to moving with the breath, you can inhale as you draw forwards and more weight pours through the arms and you can exhale as you draw back to the bottom part of your circle and more weight pours through the legs. Maybe you go slow, then you go fast, then you go slow. And then in your own time, changing the direction and circling the body the other way. So changing the direction of your circle. And how is your breath? Are you still breathing smoothly? Could you do with taking a deeper breath or two? And then just another couple of circles. And then come back to centre. 
Then from here, let your knees come nice and wide. So maybe even mat width or that kind of distance. Your big toes come towards each other and then mindfully begin to ease yourself back into wide knee childs. So you're inviting your sitting bones towards the heels. And for some of us, they will connect. For some of us, that's quite useful. And we can bring the sitting bones all the way to the heels and settle back there. For others, if there's a tightness through the ankles, the knees or the hips, don't force that. Just draw back until you can't. There should be no pain. Your body will tell you when you've gone far enough. And if that's the case, just pour a bit more weight through your arms so your forearms can stay to the floor and you can just draw the weight forwards a little bit. If you have come all the way back, possibly your arms straighten. So your arms reach overhead. There's different options. You can always take the elbows out to the side, place one hand on top of the other and rest your forehead to the upper hand. We can even reach the arms behind you. So your upper arms rest on your upper thighs and your hands move towards the feet or maybe even you hold onto the heels of the feet. And then take a couple of deep breaths here, really breathing into the back body, especially through the back lungs, the back of the ribs. And then slowly ease yourself up in your own time to come back to all fours. So knees come back underneath the hips. And then making sure you have space in front of you. So if you are using a mat, you might want to just crawl back a little so your toes are at the bottom edge of your mat. Begin to just walk the hands forward. So keep your knees, keep your pelvis where it is. Just walk the hands forward. So you get a bit of a stretch here, sometimes called the puppy pose. And then let your body travel with you. So let the pelvis begin to travel forwards. Let your shoulders then come over your wrists. So it's a little bit like a half plank pose. Elbows draw in towards the midline, towards you. Pelvis then draws towards the floor as you soften the elbows. So you're going to roll your front body down. So your pelvis, your belly, your chest, and then finally your forehead find the floor. So you've come all the way down into a prone position. And then from here, just taking a very gentle back bend by placing the hands beside the ribs where they may already be. Elbows are away from the floor, reaching up towards the ceiling. Elbows are reaching also towards each other. Without placing too much effort through the arms, just begin to lift the head and the chest away from the floor. Not too high, baby cobra. You can do this on an inhale. And then as you exhale, just let yourself roll back towards the floor once more, either your forehead or one cheek. We'll do that two more times. So let your inhale lift you away from the floor, your head, your chest. And as you exhale, roll the front body back down, forehead or the opposite cheek now. And then final time, inhale, baby cobra. And then as you exhale, before you come all the way to the floor, slide your hands forward so your arms are reaching overhead. So you can have the arms straight or you can come up into a very soft sphinx pose where the elbows are bent and you're resting on the forearms. 
Either way, begin to walk your arms or your forearms over towards the left hand side. So your pelvis stays where it is. Let your spine move with you. So your arms, your head move over towards the left. So you bring yourself into a little bit of a side bend. And you can either have rest the forehead to the floor or you can rest your right temple to the floor. So you're looking towards the left. Adjust yourself so you feel comfortable. So maybe your head rests on your right upper arm. Or if you bend the elbow, maybe on the right forearm, just see what works for you. And then to come into slightly more of a side opening pose, you can cross your right ankle over your left ankle. And then take three deep breaths here. Really feeling that breath moving into the right hand side. And then if you cross the ankle, uncross the ankle, walk your way back to center. And then from center, we'll do the same to the second side. So walking your hands over or walking your forearms over to the right this time. And maybe you settle the forehead or your left temple to the floor. Just making sure the head is comfortable. So feeling that space, the openness through the left hand side. And maybe to invite a little bit more of an opening. This time you cross the left ankle over the right ankle. And then take three deep breaths here, really breathing into that left side, really feel, feeling that openness through the left side of the rib cage, the left side of the waist. And then when you're ready, if you've crossed the ankles, uncrossing the ankles. Easing yourself back towards centre, just taking a moment to find centre. Bending into the elbows, let the elbows reach out to the side. Place one hand on top of the other and then let your forehead rest to the upper hand. And see if you can soften, see if you can relax through the glutes. Maybe have a little bit of a wriggle of the pelvis. Breathe into the abdomen. This is a good one for breathing into the belly, especially if you feel the belly against the floor. Just start to breathe deeply towards that area. And maybe this feels good to you. Maybe you just stay here or you can bring a little bit of movement into the body by bending into both knees so the toes reach up towards the ceiling and keeping the legs moving in the same direction, starting to circle the lower legs. So you feel as if you're drawing a circle on the ceiling from the toes. And as with everything, this can be a small circle. It can be a big circle. You might find you move with the breath or you might find you move faster or slower than your breath. And then when you feel ready, changing the direction. Just taking another couple of circles. 
and then bring yourself back to center one at a time straightening through the legs so bring the tops of the feet to the floor one at a time then you can lift the head slide the hands back beside the rib cage and then ease yourself away from the floor so coming back up slowly to the all fours position and then see how you feel. Maybe you go back into the wide knee child's. Maybe you take the knees wide, the toes together, and you settle back. Take a few breaths there. Or if it feels okay, you can tuck the toes under, lift the knees up, and sweep your sitting bones back diagonally away from your fingertips. So you come into downward facing dog. And you can keep it really soft. You can keep the knees really bent. You can let the belly move towards the thighs of the bent knees so that you get lots of length through the spine, especially after the back bending, it can feel really nice. Or you may have chosen childs. Either way, just taking a few breaths here. And whether you're in dog or whether you're in childs, you can find a bit of movement or you can pause. And then if you're in downward facing dog on your next exhale, let both knees lightly find the floor and untuck the toes. If you're in the child's pose, bring yourself back up on an inhale into the all fours position. So we meet in all fours and then we can take the feet over to one side to sweep the shins over, sit yourself back and release the legs forwards. So just finding Dandasana. And then from here, coming into a comfortable seated position. So maybe that's where you are with your legs straight out in front of you. Maybe you grab your blanket if you have one or your pillow if you used one beneath the head at the beginning and sit on that. Maybe you're fine without any support. So just taking a moment to find the best seated position for you. Could be cross-legged, could be kneeling, could be legs extended. So just feeling that you have length through the spine. And with length through the spine, you're able to breathe fully, breathe deeply. You can settle the hands to the knees or thighs. If you turn the palms to face down, I always find it's a bit more grounding. So if you feel your mind is busy, turn the palms down. If you turn the palms to face up, it's a bit more uplifting. So if you feel a bit heavy, maybe turning the palms up is a better option. And then if you're comfortable to let the eyes close, if you'd rather keep the eyes open, just see if you can soften the gaze. So closing the eyes is good because it really helps to internalize your awareness. So you really do turn inward when you take away that sense of sight. And then watch the flow of your breath again. Watch the ebb and flow of your breath. Has the breath changed? And sometimes when the breath changes, it's more than just the breath that has changed. We feel different physically because we've created space, sometimes emotionally. And sometimes we just notice the pace of the thoughts Maybe they've slowed, maybe they've changed. And then I invite you just to sit, just for a few breaths. Just following the breath, noticing the sensations. 
if you feel you want to continue sitting, please do. You can press pause on the audio. If you feel you want to come into Shavasana, you can set yourself up as we did at the beginning, laying down. Knees bent, legs straight, however you feel comfortable. Or if you are ready to continue with your day, then just take a moment to draw your chin a little closer to your chest. So you're bowing inward, you're bowing to yourself, you're honouring yourself. And then take this moment, the present moment, to send yourself some love and some gratitude and maybe some patience and really appreciate this time that you have given to yourself. I really hope it has been of use. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope to see you soon. Have a good day.